You found it! A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast called A Scoop of Life. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I'm thankful that you have taken time to listen. This podcast is a mix of one of my personal stories, sometimes a funny one and sometimes a more serious one, together with music from Canadian musicians, and then concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy it, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. And now, enjoy the show. The title of this episode is Wedding in the Hood or Wedding in the Neighborhood. Weddings. Do you love attending them or are you happy to miss them? You know, they can be events with teachable moments in them. There is a saying, always the bridesmaid and never the bride. And in my case, it is always the flower girl, candlelighter, junior bridesmaid, bridesmaid, maid of honor, minister, photographer, but never the bride. (laughs) The number of weddings I've been a part of in one role or another are too numerous to count. Each wedding had some memorable moments to them, And thankfully, in each case, no matter what happened, by the end of the wedding, each couple was married. And most are still married to this day. Kay is a dear friend of mine, and we met during our university years. She and I lived together in my house the first year I purchased it, and it was great to spend that day-to-day time with her before she moved out of the province. Even though distance separated us for many years, We remained close friends and took time to travel together. One of the trips we took together was a mission trip to Central America. On this trip, Kay met a U.S. citizen serving as a missionary in the country where we were serving, and it was almost love at first sight. Kay and I had many conversations on that trip about this man that she had met, and it was interesting to watch their relationship grow over the weeks we were there. Once Kay and I returned to Canada, the relationship between Kay and this man grew, and before I knew it, they were engaged to be married. Who knew that a trip to Central America would produce a marriage proposal for Kay? Kay wanted her wedding to be in her home city, and so the year she was going to get married, she decided to come and live in my house once again. This allowed her the chance to prepare for her wedding in her home city, as well as grow in her specialty as a physician. Kay was an exception to what normally took place in my house. What usually happened was that a single woman would move into the house with the hopes of getting engaged while living there. There was a rumor that if you moved into my house as a renter, you would move out to get married. This rumor started as there were two bedrooms I rented out, and of those that rented the yellow bedroom, 99% of them had moved out to get married. The pink bedroom I rented out had a slightly lower percentage of 95% of those renters moving out to get married. As a result, the bedrooms were in high demand as single women thought moving into one or the other would guarantee a marriage for them. Very odd, but true. 
Kay was already engaged, so the percentages did not matter to her. So the pink bedroom, with the lower percentage of success rate, became hers. It was fabulous to have Kay living with me, for it gave us one last chance to hang out as friends before she got married and moved to the USA. It also gave us the chance to work on the details for the wedding ceremony that was going to take place at the church across the street from my house. How convenient was that? The church was a good fit for the wedding, as Kay's fiancé sister was a pipe organist. And since the church across the street had a lovely large pipe organ, it fit the bill for the wedding ceremony. The week before the wedding was delightful, as not only did Kay's fiancé arrive from the USA, but many of his buddies also came to spend some quality time in a part of the world they had never been to before. Kay's fiancé had six buddies that were extremely close friends of his, and since their college days, supported one another in all aspects of life, including showing up and being involved in each other's weddings. During the week before the wedding, last-minute details had to be attended to, more guests arrived from different parts of the world, the wedding rehearsal and rehearsal dinner took place, and lots of guests came to hang out at the house. It was a great lead-up to the big day. Finally, the big day arrived, and thankfully it was a beautiful day, so that many pictures could be taken outside of the church under the tall elm trees that lined the street. As the guests began to arrive, the photo shoot ended and we made our way into the church to begin the ceremony. I was thrilled to be a part of the wedding party in the role of bridesmaid and appreciated the chance to support Kay in this way. The old church sanctuary looked lovely and the sound of the large pipe organ was awe-inspiring. What an idyllic setting it was for Kay's wedding ceremony to take place. As the organ played, each of us in the wedding party slowly made our way up the aisle until all of us stood next to the bride and groom. They were beaming, and as the minister began the ceremony, there was a hush in the sanctuary so that all could hear the words being spoken over the couple about to be married. Then it came time to exchange their vows, and suddenly into the idyllic setting came a loud, crashing sound. Everyone looked back into the pews and saw that two guests suddenly had disappeared, one being my father and the other a dear friend of the groom. As soon as Kay saw that my father was missing from the pew, she screamed, Mr. Coop! Hiked up her wedding dress and in a flurry left her groom's side to go to the pew to see why my father had disappeared in a loud crash. Once she and her sister, both physicians, arrived at the pew, they saw that it wasn't my father that had caused the loud crashing sound, but that it was one of the groom's friends that had taken a bad fall, hitting his body on the solid wood pew and now lay motionless on the floor of the sanctuary. My father was also down on the floor, but he was there to attend to the groom's friend and was trying to assist him back to consciousness, as it seemed that the young man had fainted. Once Kay was sure that my father was okay, and her sister would attend to the young man on the sanctuary floor, she returned to her groom's side to complete her vows and the rest of the wedding ceremony. In time, the groom's friend was able to sit up, and together with my father, they were able to take in the rest of the wedding ceremony. What a wild series of events had just taken place. However, in spite of it all, Kay and her fiancé were husband and wife by the end of it. 
The song, Good Friend, by Steve Bell, seemed fitting for this episode, as it speaks of what Kay did. I would like to thank Steve Bell, both a friend and former colleague, for allowing me to use his music on my radio show. On somber night, when shivering clouds be more aching of souls, alone, then stars appear, one arc of their dance shows clear in glittering song. How do you tell people around the world about Jesus? Coming from a nursing background where she always related to people one-on-one, Irene Marsh loves the way radio reaches so many people at once, particularly those she would never meet with conventional nursing. Those who have nowhere to go, those who don't have the courage to come to a clinic, they can always listen to the radio. To help us spread the gospel, 
Visit squareoneworldmedia.com. As I mentioned earlier, sometimes at a wedding, there can be teachable moments. At Kay's wedding, watching her leave her groom's side to attend to what seemed to be an emergency with my father was heartwarming. It was heartwarming because it showed the depth of love Kay had for my parents and that she was willing to be selfless at her wedding and attend to the perceived need of my father rather than ignoring it and going on with the ceremony. It also showed that Kay was willing to have the wedding not be all about her and the perfection often sought by brides at their wedding ceremonies. Kay and her love of, concern for, and desire to help others were more important than a perfect wedding ceremony. To see Kay display selfless love, not only in our friendship, but in many other situations, including her wedding ceremony, is a reminder to me of how Kay lives out her faith in Jesus Christ on a consistent basis. Kay isn't perfect, but is a woman who has a heart after God, and it is a joy to know her. As you and I think of situations that we find ourselves in, are we willing to show our love and concern for others, even if there is a cost attached? Whether that cost is reputation, time, energy, or perhaps our resources? In the Bible, in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, these verses are found about how to live out faith in Jesus Christ. Verses 13 and 14 in the New Living Translation read, For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Thanks for listening, and I hope you will let me know not only what you think of the show, but also something that may have resonated with you, made you laugh, or encouraged you. You can contact me via the website www.ascoopoflife.com or on Facebook or Instagram under A Scoop of Life. However, let me spell that for you, because you may think S-C-O-O-P, like an ice cream, but it is www.askoopoflife dot com, like in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you. My team here at Square One World Media and I enjoyed producing this episode, and I hope you will come back and listen to more episodes as they are loaded on www.ascoopoflife.com. Music